is my pleasure to welcome you to your favorite talk show on radio, the Nasco Moments Radio Show. Do you know where your children are at this moment? And so, on your entertaining Nasco Moments Radio Show today, we shall explore how to help young Nigerians creatively manage and not waste their youthful exuberance. To discuss the topic is Mr. Victor Kuchili, an author, business consultant, public affairs analyst, and development expert. Mr. Victor Kuchili is the lead management consultant of Choice Concept Network and of the Stepping Out Pearls team. He has written 13 books cutting across personal effectiveness, leadership, and business development. He is a consultant for German technical cooperation GIZ and serves as a mentor for Plateau State Microfinance Development Agency. I am Hudun Gyang. Stay tuned as we will be right back. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Victor Chili, it's very nice to have you on the Nasco Moment Show. Thank you for having me. Okay, so um, when we talk about youth, who are the people that are in this category? Well, I think that's even where the, the whole issue starts because um, the definition of who a youth is seems to be quite relative depending on where you stand. The Nigerian pol- youth policy says it's 18 to 35. The United Nations sees it differently, it's between 15 and 24. And then you even have a little complication when you have to take it to the World Health Organization who also think there is in between a question of uh, young adults again. And then the African Charter sees it as between 18 and, and 20, uh, yeah, 24. So, but the most important thing to understand is that it is a period between childhood and adulthood. So you, you have someone who is living the childhood and then he's not yet there. It's like being in the deep blue sea. You're neither at the shore or have you really gotten to where you need to land. And so it, it creates a lot of tension for the person who is in there because he's got lots of energy, but yet he's neither a child nor an adult. Mm. So um, maybe some people will stick with the in-between. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. All right, so... What is youthful exuberance and at what age does it manifest? Well, first, uh, exuberance or youthful exuberance is basically the moment of um, an excitement in the life of young people who really want to have activities all around them. And oftentimes is an attention to get out of boredom. Some, he's got lots of energy. He wants to see the world turn around for the good. He's got ideas running wild in his head and then yet not tested. So he is there with lots of energy, but of course um, could actually easily be misguided. In fact, the exuberance is from the, the Latin word that describes swell out. So the, the, the real question is what is swelling out from him? Because he's just coming from childhood that he's not gathered experience. 
on the other side, he is not yet an adult to have said that he has tested his own ideas. So in between, youthful exuberance just simply says, these are the activities that keeps people wanting to really be excited and have all their ideas running through. But if someone is 18, person yeah. is uh, uh, set to be an adult. So can you tell an 18-year-old person that he is not an adult? Now, that is... Um, what the psychologists and what the legal people will tell us that they are, by virtue of that, uh, have a right to vote, have a right to, to, to be taken to court or also sue. But let's also look at it in terms of their development, in terms of their capacity to deal with the real issues of life at 18, especially in Africa. Okay, it's really a problem because he has not really gotten that experience. We have a, a structure within Africa that allows you um, be so dependent on parents. At 18, he's not thinking of leaving. So, some are still living in secondary schools. In, in, in the US or Europe, at 21, he's expected to be thinking of um, his marriage. You wouldn't want to think about that in a country like Nigeria. So it's not just about the age, but the capacity of the person to handle whatever he triggers. Oftentimes I tell people one thing is ability, and nobody contests that, that you can act. But can you really take on the result of your action, which is the capacity? And, and that's where the, and the sense of responsibility yes, as well. Yes, certainly. Okay, could, could you describe in detail some of the negative and positive characteristics usually associated with this kind of behavior? Well, let's even start with the positives. He's got energy. He sees the world as um, full of possibilities, which is good. His, his mind is not clouded by lots of negativities. Uh, his mind is not clouded by impossibilities. It's, it's like the story of the little child who was sleeping in class as a young person, and then he woke up and saw a sum on the board, and he thought that was the assignment. But that was an instruction that this sum in mathematics had never been solved. But because he's a young person, he just thought it was an assignment, he went back home and brought the solution out. That is good, that is exciting. But let's also look at the negative side because they've got energy, they've got speed, they've got the idea that they want everything to have even happened yesterday. So you're wondering what then happens. It begins to stop their critical thinking. It begins to ask them to rethink about their relationships. Because they've got the, the, the energy, they think they can take on anything. And at the end of it, it creates a lot of tension for them. It also has a way of um, keeping them off from really taking time to process situations they find. They take things at face value. And that's not true because everything we see here, feel, taste with the five uh, senses are not really complete. Because technically your mind is sub has a subconscious and the conscious mind and the, the subconscious mind is 95% of your total mind but what they see is the conscious mind which is just five and that's what young people engage in much more so what they see they think that is all that there is and then they really discover later that what they have just touched there's a lot more poison inside there's a lot more danger inside and it creates a lot of tension for them at the end of the day okay there's a lot more to explore this is still the Nasco Moments radio talk show please join us right after this break
Cornflakes, now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. Hey, welcome back. This is the NASCO Moment Show on radio. Our guest today is Victor Kuchili. We are exploring the subject of how to help young Nigerians creatively manage and not waste their youthful exuberance. Now, uh, let's talk about the challenges that uh, young people face as they start the process of self-discovery. I think we, we um, taking this, let's let's even make it more specific with that kind of environment we're in, uh, especially in Africa. At some point in Africa, if you wake up, you have nothing less than eight to seven countries in conflict, armed conflict. And so the first challenge most young people are coming up with is they're being born in crisis situations, and we call them crisis children now. So they, they don't know anything except fighting. They don't know anything except uh, movement from one area that they do not even plan for. So that is also cre- uh, a challenge for them. Then there is the question of unemployment that is, is on, on, on the rise globally. You, In some countries like Venezuela, you have you're, you're hitting almost 70% because right now you don't even know who is who has capacity or who doesn't even have capacity. In Nigeria you're losing some jobs, are running to millions and so young people are still finding it difficult to get through. And then even the curriculum while the world has moved, while the world is realizing that solution can be gotten anywhere in the world, in fact, a touch of a button takes you anywhere in the world, yet our curriculum is still in the era of get trained, get a job, deploy your training, and it's not really true. So our education itself is, is creating so much tension for, this, for young people. They leave the universities and they're asking, what exactly can I do? And that is why you can see organizations these days do not even care your area of interest. They just create a program that can develop your internal capacity to deliver on their jobs. Then you have what we call um, growing up too early, which is in relation to the crisis situation. You've got young people who do not really understand what they need to do because the responsibility is just too much. You have a whole community dying either because of HIV or because of some other diseases that should have been knocked out a long time, but yet they are left to cater for young uh, their younger ones. You have wars, they've just been exposed to battles, and right now they have to take the little younger ones to either school. Some of them have sacrificed school, they don't even understand. And I, I need to say this, maybe most of us do not understand that in the next, as, as we're talking this year, 5 million children, 5 million children will never see the four walls of education in the class globally. Why? Because we have a system that we're not really too bothered about what is happening. And then you've got violence all over. Again, they are not too sure. Is there any opportunity for me to be able to get through with that? Then there is single parenting. This uh, Sometimes we even ignore it. You have uh, children, I mean, someone says the child gave birth to a child. And Early enough, she is, uh, he or she is exposed to taking care of another child and becomes quite uh, shocked for, for, for the person to be able to engage that. So you find all this coming together, confusing a person who is neither a child, neither is he an adult, he doesn't have the experiences, but he must just survive. 
And so he tried so many things, and uh, he just tried all the wrong ones. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's talk about what we can do. What can parents and teachers do uh, the best way to assist uh, the youth to make the right choices and early yeah. enough? I, I have said, um, oftentimes when I say this, where adults are, there's usually the uh, phase, and they're not too sure whether we're friends. But let's also be careful where we sometimes miss it is that these kids are where they are without us realizing that some other people trained them. As adults, we must decide to be role models. That there's no way your decision that is private remains private. It will always have a way of affecting every other person. So as an adult, if you're a parent, if you're taking a decision to be reckless with your health, just remember, it will boomerang on these children and they will just create a very terrible... You might just think you will die and then I go. But remember, your other partner could be here. Your other family members could be here. We need to also develop our curriculum in our education. What I, I hope we could see is a situation where we can, as a people and as policy makers, have interventions and interjections in our normal courses that we go through and help these people build what we call the entrepreneurial skills. Because there's no country, no community becomes any better at the absence of entrepreneurs. Because entrepreneurs look at whatever it is in there and turn it into a solution. And with, as I said, touch of a button, anyone can get to you, which means the competition is no longer the people in Lagos, the people in Bauchi, the competition is as far as China, the competition is as far as Switzerland. You, you, once they are getting any better, you must get better if you want to still remain relevant. Our religious bodies and uh, institutions must also invest in, in. I, I'm shocked to find out that when you go to religious groups, whether the mocks or, uh, or the churches, you find out there's so much excitement about youth programs, but they are never invested in. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say it, because that is the first program that is often knocked out of the whole shadow if there's no time. Mm. And yet you talk about taking care of them. So this creates a lot of signals to them. It just shows them you're not really too important. We know you're here. Maybe we need somebody to clean up the place. Well, we, then we blackmail them that uh, they are doing this as, as work of God and all that. Yet because they are young. They are young. The energy, the energy to, do, to it. do it. But when it comes to the real issues, we knock them out. Mm. So it sends a lot of signals to them that these things are not really right. So who can help them? Which organization can a young person turn to at a critical moment of life? Where can they turn to? Uh, the, the religious organizations, especially for those of us who live in religious countries, you have a huge opportunity to do that. NGOs as well must be able to work on that. There's this excitement about NGOs that are working on leadership and good governance. But you see, you, you don't divorce effective living with the capacity to lead. Because if the child grows up without an understanding of, or the youth grows without an understanding of effectively dealing with his own issues, then you don't expect that it's going to be any different if he becomes a leader. It's just going to expand the wrong. So we, I want to urge NGOs anywhere in, in, in this state and anywhere in, in, in Nigeria to please specifically, let's, let's, let's start talking to these young people. Let's start showing them some of the ways to live. There, there's what we call the entrepreneurial skills, which is good, but you need to also mentor them. And that's where we're getting it all wrong. We come in, stuff them with information, yet there's no mentoring. 
There's no coaching. There's nothing that really tells them you can touch this and you grow by this and that can be corrected. What we just do is you, you, you need to go in, you need to believe in yourself. That is a why. We all know the why. We need to now start teaching them how. And they must invest in that. And of course, the media, of course. The media has a great role great to play, role such play, as what we're doing at yes. the moment. Yes. Okay, thank you for joining us on the NASCO Moment Show. We'll be back right after this break. Ah, ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This is your shabby city shine. <laughs> and how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Bright Text white detergent, oh. Bright Text detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Bright Text detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now. So that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. This is the NASCO Moment Show on radio, and we have been discussing with Victor Kuchili, an author, business consultant, public affairs analyst, and development expert. So far, we have highlighted some of the challenges faced by young persons as they come face to face with the age of self discovery. And now, as a renowned trainer and a motivational entrepreneur yourself what would you propose as specific programs this time around because you've been talking about being yeah. specific yeah. and actions to help young nigerians to manage and not waste their youthful exuberance we, we must we must have a way of linking their personal lives with their public lives there's no dichotomy to it whatever component of our trainings our models our curriculum must be able to show a direct link between our personal lives and our professional or our public lives most of the times this children young people grow up and think that they can just do anything right now and it ends here but it's, it's changing we have seen young people go into the the the, the um, parliament in or, or yeah in in the house in the United States and somebody's showing the videos of what they had done as as kids. We must be able to link this to that teaching. We must also invest in direct uh, what what I call industry specific intervention. Where do you find most of these people? You find them in sports. You find them in movies. They're excited about movies. They're excited about music. Can we intervene in those areas. I'm personally tired of the envelope budgeting that we do, even at the governance level. We must be, begin to go into specific interventions that could help. And please don't joke with the educational system. If we, if we can even privatize our education, because the, the more young people have interjections in their process of development, especially in education, you leave them with nothing but wild thinkings that it literally destroys them. In fact, these days is what we call the lateral thinking. Thinking without seeking for a solution. Just thinking. And this is what is happening to them. So they sit down, think and think, and then they can't find where to deploy these things. If we can create those uh, uh, interventions and then our curriculum, our, our curriculum as well. If somebody is doing um, medicine, for instance, what stops us from taking one week in, in a semester and teach them life skills? If somebody is studying architecture, why don't we just stop one week 
I'm bringing professionals to to take on this. Now, I'm not even talking about people who are maybe in the Department of Psychology. I'm not in any way just saying that they do not have that. But let's let's go in there. People who have tested this thing, the experiences are a little bit different. Bring them in, have an interface with them, and then let's have a generational uh, discourse. Most times, the, the young people think that it's speed. But there is so much importance in what we call quiet time. I'm, I'm not trying to use the word solitude, but they might even think it's a bad word. But it's very important to have some time to think over, to like like the animal that, that has a way chewing the cord. You know, you come back and chew every other thing. If we have such opportunities, I'm pretty sure our young people. It's not about how better. fast you can do things. You do, yes. Okay, so what advice do you have for young people to, on their own, ensure that they make the right choices in their life? First of all, they must stop complaining. We must stop complaining. It's, it's, it's very unfortunate that it's easier to complain than actually become creative. Then we must stop the blaming game. Nobody is here at any point um, to make you better. That, that's how I run my life and I just hope that other people will look at it because everybody seems to have his definition of life. So just make sure that you don't hurt the next person but also don't hurt your goals as you go through and then choose your relationships carefully. Choose your associations. I've shared this wherever I've gone to that, you know, empirically proven that creativity is not even your capacity to think. It's the capacity to remain with the right associations. So if you have a friend that is, you in fact ask yourself, where are they taking you to? What have they got you thinking? What have they got you taking? Are you any better? There are some of us that are very good wherever we are until another, under approach of another friend. And then we don't even understand who we are any longer. So you need to clearly choose. And great people don't even wait for anyone to choose them. They choose who they want to stay with. There's nothing wrong about it. It's you, it's your life. The consequences will always fall on you. So take the responsibility. And some people might not like you. I mean, law of averages are always there. Some will like you, some will not like you. But young people, one thing is clear. When you start generating the results, it shuts everybody off. Okay, so sometimes uh, when I look at the things I know now, I wish I knew them when I was much younger because there's so many opportunities for young people, especially in leadership, to attend conferences abroad. Yes. But uh, a lot of people don't even have the skills required to apply for for those conferences and to be invited to go and interact with other young people around the world and learn new things. Yes, they certainly. don't volunteer in areas that is the solution. That is it. You're offering the solution. We don't have a volunteerism uh, philosophy in Nigeria or in most African countries. What we have is um, how much are you going to pay me for everything? How much are you going to... And they don't develop their capacity. There are four things you need to go every time you step out. Ask yourself, is it able to help you build relationships? Is it able to improve your skill? Is it able to have you intellectually sound to be able to interact? And then of course it might generate the money. Because once the money is taken off and you've got the relationship, you've got the skills, you've got the work habits, you can always generate the money. And that is why in every um, international leadership, I've had the privilege of attending that. It's only because I had volunteered. I was still holding people's bags and just sitting down and they they asked you to. I've seen young people refuse to do that, to even make a cup of coffee, coffee for a professor who has spent years researching. And the, the truth is, these are the people who recommend you. The first visa I ever got out of this country was not because I was Victor Kuchili. It was attached to somebody that I had worked with. And when they were attempting to say no, they said no. He worked with, and that was all. 
So you need to volunteer. It's, it's something that we need to wake up. And there are jobs all over. Truly there are jobs. If we can volunteer to be part of a progressive or some productive work, you will be very shocked what you are capable of doing. Because first it develops you. It expands your capacity to do the right thing. It exposes you to work and ethics. And at the end of it, everybody picks that experience. So that's quite a lesson for the young yeah. people to learn, really. Any final words as we close? Well, it's, it's important to note that um, you, you might want to change your life, but it starts with taking responsibility. And I've often say habits that you form now have a way of making a difference in your life as you go through. Fantastic. Perfect way to end the program today. Uh, we appreciate most sincerely our guest on the show, Victor Kuchili. Thank who has you for been, having me. Yes, who has been taking us on a step-by-step guide on how to help young Nigerians to creatively manage and not waste their youthful exuberance. We hope to be hearing a lot more from you. I'll be glad to be here. All right. <laughs> Thank you. You too can join NASCO on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash NASCO group or follow the program on Twitter using the handle at NASCO group. You can freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Now for the fun part. Our NASCO Moments trivia question for this week is... How old and at which rank was Yakubu Gowon when he became head of state and commander-in-chief of the armed forces of Nigeria? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777, including your name and location. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited, marketing communications consultants, executive producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producer Harun Audu. Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu. Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus and Alex Ruben. I am Hudungyan. Protect yourself as a young person. Your tomorrow will reflect what you are choosing to do today.